0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 293, Stop Trying to Be Happy, part two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Optimal Living Daily Podcast, the podcast where I get permission from authors of some of the best blogs on the planet and read them to you all for free. I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. And now today's episode is a continuation from yesterday. It's a longer post from Mark Manson, and I like to keep these episodes fairly short, so I often break up longer posts. If you're new here, you'll probably want to hear yesterday's episode first. That's episode 292, so that this makes a lot more sense to you. And with that, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Stop Trying to Be Happy, Part Two by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Happiness is not the same as positivity. Chances are you know someone who always appears to be insanely happy regardless of the circumstances or situation. Chances are this is actually one of the most dysfunctional people you know. Denying negative emotions leads to deeper and more prolonged negative emotions and emotional dysfunction. It's a simple reality. Shit happens. Things go wrong. People upset us. Mistakes are made and negative emotions arise, and that's fine. Negative emotions are necessary and healthy for maintaining a stable baseline happiness in one's life. The trick with negative emotions is to, number one, express them in a socially acceptable and healthy manner, and number two, express them in a way which aligns with your values. Simple example. A value of mine is to pursue nonviolence. Therefore, when I get mad at somebody, I express that anger, but I also make a point not to punch them in the face. Radical idea, I know. But I absolutely will throw a socket wrench at the neighbor's kids. Try me. There's a lot of people out there who subscribe to always be positive ideology. These people should be avoided just as much as someone who thinks the world is an endless pile of shit. If your standard of happiness is that you're always happy no matter what, then you've been watching way too much Leave It to Beaver and need a reality check but don't worry, I promise not to punch you in the face. I think part of the allure of obsessive positivity is the way which we're marketed to. I think part of it is being subjected to happy, smiley people on television constantly. I think part of it are some people in the self-help industry that want you to feel like there's something wrong with you all the time. Or maybe it's just that we're lazy, and like anything else, we want the result without actually having to do the hard work for it. Which brings me to what actually drives happiness. Happiness is the process of becoming your ideal self. Completing a marathon makes us happier than eating a chocolate cake. Raising a child makes us happier than beating a video game. Starting a small business with friends and struggling to make money makes us happier than buying a new computer. And the funny thing is that all three of the activities above are exceedingly unpleasant and require setting high expectations and potentially failing to always meet them. Yet, they are some of the most meaningful moments and activities of our lives. They involve pain, struggle, even anger and despair. Yet once we've done them, we look back and get misty-eyed about them. Why? Because it's these sort of activities which allows us to become our ideal selves. It's the perpetual pursuit of fulfilling our ideal selves which grants us happiness, regardless of superficial pleasures or pain, regardless of positive or negative emotions. This is why some people are happy in war and others are sad at weddings. It's why some are excited to work and others hate parties the traits they're inhabiting don't align with their ideal selves. The end results don't define our ideal selves. It's not finishing the marathon that makes us happy, it's achieving a difficult long-term goal that does. It's not having an awesome kid to show off that makes us happy, but knowing that you gave yourself up to the growth of another human being that is special. It's not the prestige and money from the new business that makes you happy, it's the process of overcoming all odds with people you care about. And this is the reason that trying to be happy inevitably will make you unhappy. Because to try to be happy implies that you are not already inhabiting your ideal self. You are not aligned with the qualities of who you wish to be. After all, if you were acting out your ideal self, then you wouldn't feel the need to try to be happy. Cue statements about finding happiness within and knowing that you're enough. It's not that happiness itself is in you, it's that happiness occurs when you decide to pursue what's in you. And this is why happiness is so fleeting. Anyone who has set out major life goals for themselves only to achieve them and realize that they feel the same relative amounts of happiness and unhappiness knows that happiness always feels like it's around the corner just waiting for you to show up. No matter where you are in life, there will always be that one more thing you need to do to be extra especially happy. And that's because our ideal self is always just around that corner, always three steps ahead of us. We dream of being a musician, and when we're a musician, we dream of writing a film score, and when we write a film score, we dream of writing a screenplay. And what matters isn't that we achieve each of these plateaus of success, but that we're consistently moving towards them, day after day, month after month, year after year. The plateaus will come and go, and we'll continue following our ideal self down the path of our lives. And with that, with regards to being happy, it seems the best advice is also the simplest. Imagine who you want to be, and then step towards it. Dream big, and then do something, anything. The simple act of moving at all will change how you feel about the entire process and serve to inspire you further. Let go of the imagined result. It's not necessary. The fantasy and the dream are merely tools to get you off your ass. It doesn't matter if they come true or not. Live, man, just live. Stop trying to be happy and just be. You just listen to part two of the post titled, Stop Trying to Be Happy by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And now I occasionally ask listeners in the show what they're struggling with and also give some life tips and quotes, pictures of myself, free spreadsheets on personal finance, retirement planning, task prioritization, and more in a short weekly email. If you wanna be a part of that and show some support in the process, you can join for free by visiting oldpodcast.com or for a faster way to join, you can text the word optimal to the number 44222. Again, totally free. And I give away books to random people on the list on the first of every month, which is in just four days if you're listening to this in real time. So if you want a chance to win books, make sure you join in the next couple of days. Again, just visit oldpodcast.com or text optimal to 44222. I'll leave it at that. It is almost the weekend. I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.